quite often, quite often the fellows at the day ask me a question. And I want to tell you a story which will perhaps answer that question. The question is a very simple one. Almost each morning I go around the dormitory and uh, as many of you fellows will remember, I knock on doors, I knock on doors, and I say my call, Shteyuf, Shteyuf, Lavoides Haboyre. And uh, I make up rhymes, you know, all kinds of rhymes. Um, <clears throat> although I tell them that it's not a crime to come to Davening even without a rhyme. Right, but if, and if they do, the day will be fine, and they'll dive in sublime. But, 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 but that's that's how I that's how I go around the, the dormitory uh, almost every morning. So one fella asked me, Rebbe, why do you do it? You know I'm not getting up. You know I'm going to sleep in, right? Uh, why do you persist on knocking on the doors and? And trying to wake us up when we know at least these rooms are not going to budge. That's the question I'm often asked. And this is the story I want to tell. The stories are found in a very, very special book, very special safer. It's called Reaching Higher, Reaching Higher by Rabbi Benjamin Przansky. And I, I very strongly recommend it. It's a very, very special cipher. Uh, very inspiring. Very inspiring cipher. Anyhow, the story is like this. He tells a story there that uh, it's a story that the Rebbe, uh, Rav Goldwasser told him that a father consulted in him. He asked him questions. And he told him that he has a son who is unfortunately uh, not on the derech. I don't know if he was a hoodie, but he was someone who was off the derech. Um, he was involved in inappropriate activities. Uh, we know about that. He had stopped doing mitzvahs and uh, wasn't a very good influence on his siblings. However, he had his own room in the attic. So the parents allowed him to stay at home and remain at home. And each evening, his father would go up the stairs and leave a basin and a pitcher of water by his son's door so that he could wash Negevasa in the morning. And each evening when he would go up the stairs, he would find that the Negevasa was untouched. The water was still there. Obviously, his son was not washing Negevasa. But that's what he did. That's what he did. So when he consulted his Rebbe, um, he asked, you know, first of all, um, is it all right that I allow my son to remain in the home, and etc., etc. And he discussed the fact that it might influence the siblings, etc. And uh, the Rav felt that it was a good thing for him to do, that he should leave his son, let his son remain at home. And he asked him also, no, he told him, I, I, I do this every mo every evening, I go up and I bring Negevasa. And he also thought it was a good thing to do. He said, continue doing it. Well, maybe a few months down the line, he called up again his Rebbe. 
And he said, you know, the situation really hasn't changed. And he spoke about a few questions, etc. And then he asked, I said, tell me something. I'm still bringing the Negevas up there. You know, but he feels like he's a fool. Because he knows it's never going to be used. He feels like he's a fool. So uh, the Rav told him, I still think that you should do that. It's, it's, a, it's, a nice, it's a beautiful thing to do. I think you should continue doing it. And he, and he told him, but, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know it's not going to be used. You know, so I, I think, you know, why should I do it? He said, you would think about it more if you, if you didn't do it. I think it's a beautiful thing to do. I think you should continue doing it. So he did. He continued doing it. Months later, he calls up his Rebbe. He says, Rebbe, I have something to tell you. Can I come over? His Rebbe said, yes. He comes over. He sits down. And he starts crying. The father starts crying. He says, I have to tell you what happened today. What happened was that I... I saw... I, I saw, you know, when I went, I saw my son downstairs putting on his tefillin. He hasn't worn tefillin for years. And there he was putting on his tefillin. And uh, I said, do you know what inspired him to, to do that? He said, well, I shouldn't have done this, but I asked him, I asked him. I says. I said, I, I was so curious. I just could say, I says, you're putting on to film. That's beautiful. But what inspired you? Why? So he said, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. He says, he says, Abba, every morning I open my door, or usually it's not the morning, it's the afternoon, whatever, and there is Negavasa, which I was never using. But you never fail to go up and to change the water and bring me Negevasa every single day. And you never gave up. You never gave up. And I was asking myself, why are you doing this? You know I'm not going to wash Negevasa. Why are you doing this? But I saw that you never gave up. And when I saw that you never gave up on me, so I said to myself, if my Abba is not giving up on me, then it means that the Rabbeinu Shalaylam, the Almighty also, is not giving up on me. And if the Almighty is not giving up on me, after all this time, maybe it's about time that I did something that I meant to do. And so I started putting on tefillin. <laughs> That's the story. And, and he writes there, in, 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 in the book he writes there that there were no major speeches or lectures, just a simple belief of a father inspired his son to turn around. We can accomplish so much when we remember to believe in others, just as Hashem always believes in us. And I, I would I would just I would say that when we believe in others, then we're making Hashem believe in us even more, right? Because of the fact that we are believing, Mida Kinega Mida, believing in others, right? 
So why do I knock on the door? Because I never give up. I never give up. One day a fellow is going to say in his mind in the evening, you know what? It's about time I tried out tefillah. About time I did some davening. I'm going to go to sleep early tonight. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to davening tomorrow morning. Right? We never know what that's going to happen. But eventually, it often happens. And I want to be sure that I knock on the door and I stay oof the fellow, right? Because if maybe, maybe he decided he wants to come to davening that day, I want to be sure that I help him keep his resolution, right? And therefore I knock on the door and that is, that's my explanation. But I think it's so, so important, the message. We must never give up, not on anyone. No matter how difficult the situation might be, we can never give up on another Jew, whether it's a family member, a stranger, or but we can never give up on another Jew. We have always to believe that he's going to come around and do the right things. Uh, thank you, and have a great day.